Welcome to Holy Savior Sermons, bringing you the weekend sermons given at Holy Savior Church. Well, good morning again. As we gather here, we continue our series again this last weekend, Family Vacation. We talk about what it means to be on a journey as God's people, as families, as households, but especially as God's family, as we live and share God's grace and God's love. So to do that, I want to start with a question for you here. What movies or TV shows have you been watching during this time? I don't know how many of you, really quick, for those of you who are here live, to those of you uh, watching us live, how many of you have been doing a little binge watching on Netflix or Hulu or Amazon Prime? I mean, I've watched a lot more. I actually, my phone just told me my screen time is up once again because I've been watching a lot of different shows. Some of the things you normally would do, you can't do. So what do you do? You watch some shows. One of the movies that I watched again, that I've watched a number of times, that I enjoy watching this movie, is the movie called Miracle. 2004 movie based on the events of 1980, the U.S. Olympic team, hockey team. And in this movie, the gentleman is Herb Brooks. He's the coach, and Herb, played by Kurt Russell, is trying to get this team of, you know, all-star college hockey players to work as a team, but they've been working as individuals. They want to be the star instead of the team. One of the most memorable scenes in this movie, if you've seen this before, is when they've been kind of screwing around, messing up, not playing as a team, that Herb has them, the coach has them, running back and forth, or skating back and forth, up and down the ice. Because, you know, he sees the potential of what they can be. And so they go and they come back, they're exhausted, he blows the whistle and he says these words, again, and they go and they come back blows the whistle again, and they go again, and again, and again, and they're just exhausted. You can just see the sweat dripping off the guys, worn out, because again, her sees the potential of what these guys can be, of what they can do. And of course, you know, the great thing about this movie, based on a true story, is they go on to win gold in the 1980 Olympics. Well, as you think about that, we're going to take a look at the text here from Hebrews 12 and, and really see what that means for us. As, as we see what that means for us as God sees in us, as he sees in you the potential of what you can be, of who you can be as his child. Let's take a look here at the text. From Hebrews 12, 5, we have these words. Have you completely forgotten this word of encouragement that addresses you as a father addresses his son? We're going to dig into this a little bit more. But, but again, this idea that God has, that God disciplines us, that he trains us, that's kind of the word that is in the text there. It shows up a number of times in Hebrews. And here's kind of the main point we want to get across as you look at this. This main point that God sees the potential in us. That because God loves us, he wants us to be everything we can potentially be. That's important. Because he loves us, because he loves you, he wants you to be everything you can potentially be. So let's kind of dig into this text here just a little bit as we look at this. And as we do that, um, you know, I want you to think about this as you endure hardships and difficulties and challenges. Anyone ever face challenges and hardships, difficulties? People online, you can say, yes, 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 or no, not me, never. You know, we're all probably saying, yes, I've been there, done that, maybe going through that right now, right? And sometimes it's, it's one difficulty and challenge, you know, on top of another one. 
But the, here's the great thing. It's a great thing because God loves us. Is that God uses these hardships. God uses these challenges. He uses these difficulties. He uses them in order to shape, correct, and grow us. God uses these moments in our lives to shape, correct, and grow us. Does it doesn't mean that God causes these kind of moments. Sometimes he does. But that he can allow them to happen, that he can use those. Sometimes they're caused by our own sinfulness. Sometimes they're caused by the sinfulness of others. I can think of a time in ministry, earlier in my ministry, where it was a difficult time because I had folks that I had trusted that had kind of betrayed my trust, that had turned against me, and it made my life very difficult. They hurt me. You know, and, and well, it was no fun to go through that time, but what I began to realize is that God was using that to help me grow, to help me grow as, as, as a leader, as a pastor, to help me grow and understand how, how Christ had to suffer, endure, but especially to help me grow in what it means to talk about forgiveness. He was a pastor. We talk about God forgiving and stand in front of people when we hear the confession of sins and as God's representative, kind of like his ambassador, declare your sins are forgiven. But God kind of says, I want you to really understand what it's like to forgive someone. I want you to work through the pain and the hurt that you can truly forgive as I have forgiven you. To understand what my grace and mercy truly is all about. Now, I don't think I would have fully understood that if I hadn't gone through that difficult time, gone through those hardships. But going through that, and boy, that took me a year or so to really work through that, where I could truly forgive and let go. And truly understand how God has forgiven me. That God used that to shape me and to grow me. And God uses those to shape and grow us. But if you look at the text here of Hebrews 12, let's kind of dig into this a little bit more and see what this means for our lives. Um, quick here, a, a quote from Billy Graham, who I thought was just a great quote, about as he talks about this. Because sometimes when we go through difficult times, I mean, our immediate thought is what? I'm going through a difficult time. God is punishing me. And I think Billy Graham really captures the gist of this text and, and what we're getting at here when he says, God does not discipline us to subdue us, but to condition us for a life of usefulness and blessedness. God uses this to condition us, to shape, correct, and grow us. Or like Herb Brooks, you know, the coach that the movie The Miracle is based on, he saw the potential as a coach of what they could be. So he wanted to shape them, to correct their attitudes, and to grow them into a team. So here's the first point as we look at this text here, is that he loves us. This is important for us to remember. Probably the most important thing, when you're going through a difficult time, when you feel like you're being pressed in, when you feel like, you know, everything is just coming against you, know this, God loves you. Here in Hebrews 12, 5, we look at these verses again. And have you completely forgotten this word of encouragement? So it's a word of encouragement that addresses you as a father addresses his son. I mean, the uh, culture there, much in some ways the culture here, a father had a role to play to, you know, challenge, to discipline, to train his sons in that culture. And so we have that same role as fathers, as mothers, as, as those of us, you know, have our mentors, you know, mentor other people to encourage them, to grow them. But the important part for us to remember is that God does this, just like as fathers, you know, we would do this in love. Now, as fathers, earthly fathers, we're not perfect. I mean, yes, we love our children, but sometimes we bring with us the baggage of our past, 
you know, the way we were brought up that we're not going to treat our kids that way or that's exactly how we treat our kids or because we want them to be what we can never be so we try to live vicariously through them. But God loves us. God loves you. Here from Proverbs 3, and this is part of that passage in Hebrews that quotes this. I'm going to focus on verse 12. And let's read this together. Because the Lord disciplines those he loves. That's the key part. He disciplines who? Those that he loves. It's not any fun to go through those difficult times. It can be really overwhelming and frustrating and confusing. But the one thing God wants us to know is that he loves us, that he loves you, that he promises again and again, I am with you always, that we hear, as Paul writes in Romans 8, there is nothing that can separate you from my love because he loves us. All right, here's our second point. The second is that he is a good father. We have a good father, a loving father, a father who loves us perfectly, a father who sees the potential of what we can be and wants to help us get there, a father who is patient with us, a father who wants to get us to where we can be. Hebrews 12, 7. In, let's read this together. Endure hardships as discipline. God is treating you as his children. For what children are not disciplined by their father? So again, here, this idea of discipline, discipline not necessarily as you've been punished, time out, or some kind of corporal punishment, but as being trained, as being groomed for what we can be. And that's exactly what we do, you know, with our children. Mother, fathers, you know, if you have kids, you know what it's like to raise kids. You don't leave them in diapers forever, even though it may be challenging for them to learn to be potty trained. You do what? You train them so they can move on from the diapers, partly because you don't want to keep changing diapers. But, you know, you want to train them. You know, or think about, the, you know, the tricycle. You know, the kid on the tricycle, riding around on the tricycle. Do you lead them to riding the tricycle? I mean, how many of you still ride a tricycle? Maybe some of you watching live stream are young enough. But, you know, no, you, you advance from the tricycle and you get them onto a bicycle with what? Training wheels. And they kind of wobble and you help build that encouragement, right? And then eventually what happens? You take the training wheels off. You're right. And you take the training wheels off, and you know what's going to happen next? Some of you are kind of motion. They're going to crash, right? A little bumps, you know, bruises, a little bit of blood. But you know that that, that pain, that, that struggle is part of them growing, maturing, learning confidence, and really taking off, in a sense, to the next level, going from a tricycle to training wheels to a bicycle. And God does so much the same with us. He uses those hardships. He uses those challenges and difficulties we face to grow us, to shape us, to correct us. How is God shaping, correcting, and growing you? But again, this is an important part to remember. Proverbs 3.12, let's read this together. We're just going to get this, you know, drive this home to you. So hopefully when you walk away, this is one thing that you walk away with. Let's read this. Ready? Because the Lord disciplines those he, What? loves that he loves who he loves you and even though you may be going through a difficult time he loves you because he loves you he's going to allow you to go through that he's going to walk with you through that but he's going to help grow you and shape you through that all right here's our third point he wants the best for us 
God wants the best for you. Just like, you know, a, you know, a father, and again, earthly fathers, earthly mothers, we're not perfect, but, but God is, and God wants the best for us. Let's read together from Hebrews 12, 10. For a short time, our fathers disciplined us as they thought best, yet God disciplines us for our own good so that we can become holy like him. Now, when we hear the word holy, don't think of holy as in, whoop, you know, little angel halo there and wings. But, but holy more in the sense holy is the idea of being set apart. That you and I are set apart for God's purpose. Set apart for the potential of who and what we can be for God. Think about, you know, again, I, I love what Billy Graham said, that God is not there to, in a sense, chastise us. He's there to, you know, help us reach our potential so that we can be a blessing to others, that we can be a blessing in our community. And again, I go through the experience that I went through you know, that was a time that helped me really understand what it's like to feel that betrayal and that hurt, to really have to work through what it means to forgive as I've been forgiven, to really grow in that way. You know, and as parents, one thing we do, you know, we train our kids, we discipline, we shape our kids so eventually they can step out on their own. And yes, we're still there with them into their young adult years, into the years as they age and raise their own family, but we continue to shape and love them. Let's go back to this text of Proverbs 3.12. Maybe you've memorized this by now. It'd be a great text to memorize, but let's read it again. Because the Lord disciplines those he loves. The Lord is shaping, he is correcting, he is growing you through your experiences, through your difficulties, through your challenges, because he loves you. Because he loves you, he sees the potential of who you can be. So here's the question for us to wrestle through. And sometimes we give you a question, it's a challenge, something you can kind of put into action. This is more a reflective question. This is something just kind of, if you write this question down and think on this question, you just got to kick it around, especially if you're going through a difficult time right now. If you're not going through one now, guess what? There is one around the corner at some point because that's living life. It's living life because we live in a broken world, but it's also living life as God's children. But again, Hopefully you got this point. Yes, we're going to go through difficult times, but we go through these times and we know that God, what? He loves us. So how is God shaping, correcting, and growing you at this time? You talk about difficult times. I mean, this is a difficult time for a lot of us right now. We've been stuck at home. Uh, we haven't been able to get together for worship and eat donuts and coffee. You have to wear these masks. You can't breathe very well. You know, there's a lot of difficulties that we face in life. But through it all, we know that God is with us. And God what? God loves us. And he loves you. Because he loves you, he sees the potential in that love for who you can be. He will continue shaping, correcting, and growing you. Let's pray. Lord God, we give you thanks and praise for the gift of this amazing day. And Lord, we don't like these difficult moments in our lives. We don't like the hardships we have to face. Whether the things that we brought on ourselves, whether the things that others have brought on us because we live in a broken, sinful world. Lord, whatever it is, remind us, we pray, that we are not alone, that you love us. And Holy Spirit, we trust that through all of these experiences, you will shape, correct, and grow us for your purpose and your kingdom. We pray this, Jesus, in your powerful name. Amen. For more information about Holy Savior, including service times and location, please visit holysavior.org. Thanks for listening, and until next time.